Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. So let's begin with James Dolan, who is uh, backpedaling uh, much like a uh, sauce gardener would when it comes to his uh, uh, comments about owning the Knicks. So uh, he spoke to Barons uh, this week, and, and he basically wanted to clarify things. Um, he said uh, in this article written by Barons, quote, People misunderstood my comments to the times. I love the teams and enjoy being the owner manager of them. There's absolutely no thought of a full sale of the teams. So when Dolan previously in the week had talked about having no joy in owning the New York Knicks or the Rangers that, uh, you know, he kind of loathed the fact that most fans kind of seemed saw themselves as pseudo owners and pseudo general managers. And that he, he basically called it kind of a boring kind of existence, uh, a sleepy economy to be the owner of a sports franchise he he, he cast a doubt that maybe he wanted to continue to own this team for much longer and i said on the show that i think that this was the soft launch of him uh putting out there that he may want to end up selling these teams now here dolan is saying that uh that is absolutely no thought he says so i asked tommy before we even get well no i asked you first do you believe him do you believe that that he has no thought of selling the knicks despite what he told the times. Yeah. I think he's obviously considered it any, you know, any person with a, a an entity that valuable and it's, you know, whether he, whether he's going to say how he loves it, he didn't quite say that, but he didn't, he said, I don't really hate it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's clearly, you know, not his life's calling, you know, it's not, it's, it's certainly not something he seems like he overly enjoys as we talked about that could change the Knicks start winning and, and the Rangers right. do well, et cetera. Um, but I, I think, in, and even if he had considered it, I don't think he's going to sell anytime soon. Um, but it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, we know this from, you know, we talked about fantasy football. If you're looking to trade your wide receiver, you're not going to say, listen, I desperately need a running back. I got to get rid of this guy. I, yeah. I have way too many wide receivers. So just give me, you know, you're going to, no, I wouldn't trade, uh, Justin Jefferson for all the world, you know, whatever the case might be. Um, so, you know, it's smart businessman understands. I'm sure he talked to his lawyers. I'm sure he talked to his PR people. Um, you know, number one, let's walk back this. Woe is me. Uh, I'm the billionaire, you know, owner who was gifted the Knicks and the Rangers. So feel sorry for me because sometimes people say mean things to me. Um, mm-hmm. So walk that back and then walk, you know, where, you know, I could consider selling the team, that type of thing. Let's make it a, you know, an, an un, you know, a commodity that's just unavailable to even the world's wealthiest human beings, um, you yeah. know, a priceless uh, entity, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's probably a little bit more of that involved in the, in the situation. Uh, as you mentioned, just, just try to do the, the PR thing thing and then and kind of walk back some of those comments yeah i think 
look, the, these people who work at the Times are extremely talented reporters, and I think that they probably got James Dolan very comfortable in their yep. in their setting. And Dolan, as we've seen in previous interviews, for someone who who claims to loathe, I don't know if he claims to loathe the media. I don't know if he said that publicly at least, but for those who acts like they loathe the media. I think he does enjoy talking to people. I think he does enjoy actually like talking about like himself and just like how he feels. I, I imagine when you're someone as rich as he is and as powerful as he is, you probably don't have many very trusted confidants that aren't people who work for you or people who are asking you for something or whatever. So I get the impression that maybe he got extremely comfortable with the Times reporters. Not, I don't see, I don't want to give him the credit of saying, oh, he didn't realize he's on the record. I think that that's, he's smart enough to know that. But I think he got very comfortable. I think he was being honest, and he got caught saying something maybe a little too honest. Um, look, I, I've I've said long time, and I said it last week, and I'll say it again. I don't think this thing of James Dolan, old Knicks, is just like a like a it's an infinite kind of thing. I do think he's going to sell the team at some point, um, and I don't really buy that it's not going to be. I, I, again, I said I I gave you ten years. Yes, last week I still would go give that as kind of like a, a benchmark number that I think. 10 years, I think we'll see Madison Square Garden. Not the Madison Square Garden, but I think the Knicks owned by somebody else. Maybe he's he's not, he's never get a Madison Square Garden. I think the showman itself, the showman in him will ever allow like the entertainment aspect of the garden and Radio City and all that stuff to ever leave his grasp. But I do, I think the sports aspect of that, he's not, he's not an athlete or anything like that. Not someone who's grew up in running a basketball team or hockey teams. That aspect, I don't think he's going to keep forever. So I do think that he will sell. I don't really buy that he's never thought about it. I think he it absolutely does. Uh, he has, but but yeah, that's that's what I would say. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of it probably will depend on the short near middle term. Here is how good, how uh, financially uh, successful the sphere is out in Vegas. They sunk a, a ton sure. of money uh, into that project. Uh, you know, in the in the billions range. So uh, and that's what soon- that's what, why he did this interview. It was supposed to be you know yeah. mostly I think about the sphere. Yep. Yep. Try to pump out some, some, uh, you know, get, get that kind of on the map for people. So I don't know what that looks like in terms of profit and loss, et cetera. I have no idea what they're expecting and what the expectations are, et cetera. Um, but obviously you invest that amount of money. Um, we'll see, do they get the big MMA fights? Do they get the big boxing matches? Do they get, uh, yeah. you know, an all-star game, you know, so something along those lines? Um, obviously, uh, you know, that, that's, that's what they're looking for. You get a big arena, um, do they get, um, you know, do they get the Taylor Swift show when, when she comes back to, uh, comes back stateside, um, you know, do they get, I guess they're going to in-house, you know, they're, they're kind of people. So I, I you know, well, that, if that is a huge money-making endeavor, you know, and, and you know, and, and the, the Knicks billion made from the Knicks is, is change in the couch. Um, we'll see if he considers selling it. I guess a lot of it probably depends on his children. I think he has five boys. I think he has five sons. Um, so are they, in, are they interested? Is he going to, you know, you know, hand right. it down to, uh, the one thing I didn't understand was the sleepy part of owning. traditionally owning a sports franchise is the, is the, if you have the money to put up up front, you're going to get, you're going to make 300, 400, a thousand X of initial down payment you invest. Um, I assume at some point that has to slow down, but, um, you know, you look at the NBA friend, the, the, the costs just years ago, 10 years ago. 15 years ago is astronomically a, a, a sound financial investment. Obviously the issue is coming up with the 500 million, you know, now, you know, yeah. now you're talking crazy numbers just to get into the club. But once you're in there, you just sit back and get high off the interest because the, the, the money is crazy. Yeah. I, it's funny when I, I took the sleepy comment 
to basically be him saying this is not like it's not risky like it's not like oh, i think okay. if you are like a businessman like there is i, right, I think right, these guys right. get like i want to high and saying oh i'm investing in this and we'll see what happens or whatever right. i think there is all a thing right. as you mentioned where it's just like you throw the money in and it's like all right now i'm printing money and you're kind of just done yeah i think for him yep. he's probably upset about that he's probably like this is this is like you know uh, a thing that doesn't do anything you know so so yeah it's it's it is interesting again that's it's a perspective i would never have like again the idea of like owning an NBA team being described <laughs> as sleepy is just like crazy, but I've never been a billionaire who owns Madison Square Garden who has basically the world at my fingertips for him, I guess it is. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think with Dolan, it's so, it's just, I just, he, he just has this like impetus to like need to have to have to be in the spotlight. And like, it's funny for like, again, for someone who has everything, like he did not have to say any of this stuff at the time. He could have told them, no, I only want to talk about the sphere. That really was his only, you know, goal. And and you know, they could ask him questions. You could say, ah, you know, I'm good with the Knicks. I don't really talk much about that. Or like, you know, team's doing well and I'm fine with it. But it's just again, there's something again for someone who claims to like not enjoy media. There's something about him that I think really does enjoy getting his word out, getting his feelings out, getting his thoughts out. And then we end up getting here, and it ends up causing distractions. But I will say this: I feel like I don't know how you feel, Tommy. I feel like this. It feels like this group, the head coach, the players, the front office, it feels like this group it has handled like Dolan's eccentricities, maybe the best I've seen of any group yet. Like maybe, maybe guard, maybe the Woodson, Grunwald, right. that, that they handled it pretty well. But it just, it just felt, it felt like, like Mills and, 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 and what's the name were just like deer in headlights. It felt like almost like Phil Jackson kind of was just doing his own thing. It was, there was no, there was no consistency amongst like, you know, top down what the Knicks direction was or what their philosophy was. It just feels like now Dolan can do these things and it almost seems like it doesn't really impact in the way it, it used to. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I think uh, to his credit, Dolan, you know, finally got the memo uh, and stay out of, you know, stay out of the basketball affairs. You know, obviously the mellow decision and the rumors and that it's, it's, you know, the Kyle Lowry trade that didn't happen because, uh, you know, Dolan put the kibosh on it because of the Bargnani trade that got screwed on. So, um, you know, he finally said with it's it sort of with Phil Jackson, you know, he said, listen, I'm just going to yeah. hear here's the keys. Um, please don't crash the car. Um, and, and Phil Jackson crashed the car. So he got took the keys back and then gave it to a you know to to, to Perry and Mills for a little while, but um, yeah now with Leon Rose he obviously has a you know a, a true you know established professional you know tons of experience in the business of basketball, um, and he's obviously done a good job thus far. Um, you know, it's hard to, uh, you know, there's certainly, you know, it's more, you, you can have some quibbles with the, the Leon Rose, um, you know, uh, some of the decisions they made trades, et cetera, signings, um, that, that, that haven't quite worked out, but looking at the big picture, the Knicks are in the best position they've been, um, you know, certainly this, this century, 
um, which says yeah. a whole lot. And they're trending, continuing to trend in the right direction. And you mentioned there's, and a lot of it has to do with continuity and um, and, and and all sides kind of being aligned. That, that's, that's never perfect. We know about the Tibbs didn't want Cam Reddish, Leon Rose did, or, you know, the front office did. So there's, they haven't been in lockstep completely, um, but make no mistake, um, there was decisions to be made right around the last couple of years was do we tank and do we kind of, you know, chase Wembayana, you know, and, and yeah. all these draft picks, especially the Scoot Henderson Wembayana draft. Um, Nick said, no, we're hiring a win now coach and we're going to get win now players. They've been firm on that uh, uh, kind of that that direction, that that path they've chosen to go down. Um, and they've been steadfast in that direction. The good news is they haven't um, uh, you know, wavered, you know, that's what kind of where you get in trouble. That's where you line land in like the 12 seat area where you're not good enough to be good, but you're not bad enough to be bad. Um, and the, and the real credit for the Leon Rose in front offices, they've managed to walk this line while also protecting their future first round draft picks, uh, and their young players. Um, you know, so they, and they, they've made some good draft picks late in this, late in the, in the first round, um, obviously with Grimes and quickly Obi was a misstep. Um, again, they haven't been perfect, um, but listen, the Knicks were, you know, made it to the second round of the playoffs last year, Have don't have a single player in the roster over $30 million, have all their own draft picks, plus three additional future first rounders. Um, so like we've talked about for the last, you know, six, 10 months, um, uh, things are, are trending in the right direction. So you have to give the front office a lot of credit for that. And then, uh, you know, to be fair, you got to give the owner, the guy who put the front office yeah. in place, his respect and his credit for as well. Yeah, and and the reason why I highlight the way they've handled Dolan is because I remember when Dolan came on WFAN, and I think he even kind of mentioned it briefly in this interview. You know, in WFAN interview said, you know, my only gripe or not my only you know rule for Leon and the team is, hey, you know, you have to listen to me. You don't have to do everything I say. And I think here he kind of mentions that, oh yeah, they they hear my advice, or whatever, but then they do their own thing. It feels like, again, like I had imagined like Dolan kind of giving his input on things and him maybe saying things that would make very little sense. It's got to be tough to be like, okay, thank you. And I'm going to ignore you now. So again, that's why I give them credit because like I think other owners like I mean, I think we know Isaiah Thomas struggled with it mightily during that time for for James Dolan. Um, I I know Donnie Walls essentially got thrown out of the way during the middle trade stuff because, you know, he he couldn't kind of keep that middle game of placating Dolan while also keeping him to a distance. So I think uh, we talk about Leon Rose's background as an agent, and I kind of wonder him being able to kind of massage Dolan as a team owner who probably has an instinct to want a medal, but also, you know, reassuring him, hey, like, everything's fine, we're doing everything right, and so far it's been a great manager. But, yeah, we'll continue to follow, I guess, uh, the future of the Knicks and, and whether Dolan is, is invested in staying as the owner, as he says here in this interview.